It's DMVR Bets Daily. RK and Hank here. Hank coming to you from the Montana State Library. Well, it's the Montana, my parents' basement, really. But that sounds like fun, too. Dude, if you have a bad pick, I'm just going to be like, oh, this guy like just lives in his parents' basement, doesn't know anything. <laughs> yeah, and that'd be fair. The problem is I'm not going to have a, a bad pick because – it's kind of tough to get any picks in. Like, obviously, I had to put all my picks in before I left Colorado, where it's legal to put picks in. But now, like, Colorado State, I had money against them. That game gets canceled. I was really excited for the Ravens-Steelers game. That game gets pushed to Sunday. And so I I feel like I've just – I zeroed out my account. Like, I put everything I had onto various things that I could watch over this next few days, and now they're just falling apart around me. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, you take away CSU Air Force. I was going to overlap with the NFL game anyway, so you live with that. Um, but the NFL game being taken away really sucks because that was, you know, usually uh, I go like hang out with friends and stuff after Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, we have some neighbors down the street that uh, like we all get together, my best friends and play music there and stuff. But this year that's not happening. So I was like, oh, well, at least I'll just, you know, go down to my parents' couch nice and you know uh like slightly buzzed and full of food and watch this game and gamble on it and now we're left with utah state and new mexico and i didn't even put any money on it because (laughs) i was so sure i wouldn't be watching anyway i didn't even put any money on it i might i might need you to log into my account for me at some point Uh, yeah i uh can't speak to whether or not i would do that because that seems illegal um Good call. But, you know, maybe you could do something illegal and, like, find a bookie that lives near you. There's got to be a local bookie in Columbia Falls. There's got to be a bookie here somewhere. Like, every small town has to have a bookie. Or even if I could just find, like, a Utah State fan or something and just be like, hey, let's just throw some money in. I'll take whatever side you don't want. Like, that might be the way to go. Yeah, maybe like one of the 700 people that live there uh, went to Utah State. Yeah, I'll start knocking on doors, which is definitely (laughs) what you're supposed to be doing during COVID. (laughs) This is falling apart quickly. Um, (laughs) All right. So anyways, uh, there's college college basketball on tonight. And I guess you're lucky you got your picks in before you left the state, Henry, because the Buffs uh line has moved dramatically i mean i mean dramatically when we talked yesterday um the line was at 14 and a half for the buffs minus 14 and a half and since we talked 24 hours later it's moved all the way to 17 a two and a half point shift which is significant yeah it it definitely is and i think that you know, it's it's something we're going to see. And I haven't been around Colorado athletics long enough to know if there's just like this national bias or uh, against Colorado. But so far it, it kind of feels like it. Like like you look through how the Buffs football team has been treated and every week the the right move is as soon as the line comes out, that's when you put your money in because people who for some reason are like I don't know, smarter than the books or something they're going to put all their money on the buffs because they know that these lines just don't make sense. 
and, and then push it back the other way. And I think it's the same thing that's happening with Colorado basketball too. And that's why like, I'm still not totally sure what the basketball team is going to be this year, but I do know that they were picked seventh in the Pac-12, and there is no reason for that. There is no reason for that at all. And so just based on like how they fit in there, what everybody else has been saying about them, it would make sense that there would be a whole lot of extra value that those lines are off by a couple of points. And so people would be betting on the buffs and pushing those lines back where they belong. Um, and, and that's what I see happening. Yeah, uh, I think you're you're right, at least in the sense that this this team is severely undervalued. Um, mm-hmm. McKinley Wright like should be getting buzz as like one of the best players in college basketball this year. Yeah, like like I was running through a a, a great basketball preview um, last night, and I saw that they had Remy Martin as a second team All-American, the point guard at Arizona State. And it's like, okay, like he's he's good. Is he that much better than McKinley Wright? Is McKinley Wright actually better than Remy? Like, I think you could easily make that case as well. And, and it's just so frustrating to see them not get this respect after everything they did last year, after the crazy end of the year before where they got hot. Uh, I think that there's value on the buffs in basketball in the exact same way that there is in football. Let me just say this. McKinley Wright has beaten Remy Martin head-to-head on multiple continents. Uh, he's beaten Remy Martin head-to-head in a preseason game, a regular season game, and a postseason game. Uh, at least three states he's beat uh, Remy Martin in. So uh, I realize it's not, you know, it's a five-man game out there. It's a team sport. But uh, it kind of seems like McKinley has Remy Martin's number. Yeah. And, you know, that's what Tad said in the that preview I was reading. He was like, yeah, you know, it's he is a winner. McKinley Wright is somebody you want on your team because he is a winner. And I think that by the end of the year, like, it's going to be pretty obvious how good McKinley Wright is. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I think that you see that kind of love for teams in the Pac-12, but just never for Colorado, even though you could easily make the case that Colorado is as good as just about anybody in the conference. Yeah, and uh, they'll get their first chance to prove that tonight to keep this from turning into a full Buffs podcast. Let's talk about the number. 17, how do you feel about it? What, what, how, I know you liked the 14 and a half. Is that two and a half enough to sway you the other way? I don't think so. But I am glad that I didn't have to think through 17. I was yeah. able to say, okay, 15 points, nice round number. They can do that. It does scare you a little bit because there are some changes to the team. You know, you, you replace Tyler Bay, the power forward with Jariah Horn, the transfer out of Tulsa. And I, and well, I you think really that, like. Yeah, I, I do really like it. He, he adds a whole bunch more shooting. I think he's a very versatile player there. Um, and you can go through the whole roster and find things you like. But the truth is, they're going to have two new starters tonight. And they're going to have a bunch of new contributors on the bench. Well, there's a good chance they will. We don't know exactly what the rotation will look like. And so there's always some concern about like the chemistry in the first game. But I do think that Colorado is that much better than South Dakota. And even if it, if I had to decide on 17, I would still take Colorado. Yeah, so I uh, unfortunately was not as um, fortunate as you. I did not get my bet in on the 14 and a half. And I have to say, like, I don't. I don't necessarily feel comfortable with the 17. Um, it's a lot of points. 17 points is just, I mean, you kind of have to blow them out 
to hit 17. You can hit 15. Uh, even then, 15 hurts. You're not going to get there with free throws. You know, that's what I, I – it's a big thing for me in college uh, and in basketball as a whole is the line where I can hit it with free throws. So if it's seven and you're up by four late, you might get two trips to the line and you, you know, hit eight and you get kind of lucky there. Probably not happening with 15. Definitely not happening with 17. Um, so it's a tough spot, 17, because – even if you're blowing them out by 20, well, you'll probably pull your starters late and then anything can happen. So that's that's kind of where I'm at on the 17. Yeah. You know, we were talking on the draft podcast today about the Alabama-Auburn game. You know, two ranked teams, Iron Bowl, like big rivalry. And it's a 24 and a half point line. Sucks. And I think Alabama covers it. But when it's that many points, I just want to stay away. And that's kind of how I feel about 17 with Colorado. But if I were to pick a side, I would say Colorado covers. So, uh, again, I'll show you that I'm not just being a homer here. Um, The thing that I like most in this game, I think, is the under. Uh, It's under 144. So, uh, 72, uh, you know, on each side there. Um, I think it was even a little higher earlier today. So, that's come down just a little bit. But, uh I just never trust these early season tournament, you know, neutral site. This will be their first game without fans in the stands, which, you know, that could be a positive, could be a negative. We'll see, I guess, you know, didn't hurt offense in the NBA bubble. That's for sure. Um, But these early season, you're still finding the, you know, your, uh, your sea legs for lack of a better term. Uh, You're in a new stadium that you haven't been shooting in all off season. So, because of that, I, I lean under here just because I think it'll be a little bit sloppy probably for the first 10 minutes at least. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And it's disappointing that in the college betting, you can't just bet a team under because that's where I would really feel confident. If there was a way to just take the South Dakota under and say either, either Colorado blows them out and that's why they're under or it's a close game and they're still under. Like, I don't think there's a path for South Dakota to put up a whole lot of points tonight. Meanwhile, I think there is a chance that Colorado wins by 30, and, and that's why they wind up covering. Yeah, it's very uh, very interesting to me that they don't have the team totals. I bet you they will on some games, um, but just because there's so many games out there today, uh, too many games, by the way, uh, and it's kind of a you know random matchup here i wonder if they just don't they don't feel like they have the data on south dakota you know to be able to put this up um that would be my guess i bet you that at some point this year you'll have team total options uh at DraftKings sportsbook but yeah for for me uh if i had to bet on something here which i probably will end up uh getting some sort of action um i i would like that under yeah i think that that's probably a smart call All right, well, again, you know, you're somewhat dialed into the Pac-12. It's tough to know before we see any uh, teams out there. Any other college basketball games in the Pac-12 that you're interested in tonight? Um, I mean, I'm I'm interested in all of them. I'm excited to watch all of them. But it is kind of tough betting, especially this early, because we don't know what any of these teams are. Like, uh, uh, there's a new factor this year, and that factor is, how well did this coaching staff manage the pandemic? Like, how, were they able to maximize the Zoom meetings? 
Were they able to maximize the individual workouts that were allowed because you weren't allowed to get in touch with other players? You know, it's a strange year, and that's why I'm very hesitant to bet on anything. But I can say that what we've seen so far is that favorites have dominated. You know, I think Kansas State got upset, but outside of that, and and that was a a four-and-a-half-point upset. Like, it's not like that was a huge thing that's going to be blowing everybody's mind all night. What really happened was the favorites have been winning and and any team that's been ranked has won by, I think about 20 points so far today. There's only been four of those, but there's two left um, or not two left, but two that are playing right now. And they're both up like 15 or 20 in the second half. And and so, so far what I really like or what we're seeing at least is the favorites having success. And I think that that's probably where I'm going to go when looking through some of these PAC 12 games, you know, Arizona state's only a seven point favorite over Rhode Island tonight. I'm not all the way in on the Arizona State hype. Um, I, they didn't lose very much. Um, a couple of key players, but they bring in just as much, I think. Um, and so I do like Arizona State winning by more than seven. Um, UCLA, San Diego State, that's going to be an interesting one. I kind of like UCLA there, too. Mm. Um, it, it scares me a little bit because San Diego State always gives you troubles. But UCLA with that length and the defense, they should be able to uh, repeat what they did last year, really, um, because I don't think they lost anything off of last year's team. So so it, my two Pac-12 picks would be those two games, UCLA uh, minus three, Arizona State minus seven. Man, I got to say San Diego State worries me. They're just always so well coached. They always get really good talent out of California, um, probably even players that UCLA wish they had. Um, I think the move here, Henry, and I don't have the data in front of me to start rattling off picks, but if you're if you're going to watch a game tonight and you want to know which side to bet on, I would say bet on teams with no coaching turnover or no, or no big coaching turnover, so no new coaches and uh, veteran-led teams. I think those are the teams that in the early season here in college football are going to thrive. Um and then the other thing would be if you see a big matchup in terms of just talent. Um, so it can be young talent. But, if you you know, if you're seeing a team that, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is when coaches didn't have all that much time to implement what they want to do, a lot of times it's just going to be, you know, who has the bucket getters. Um, and yeah. so if you have a couple match, you know, a couple young teams, well, and one team is like, full of four and five stars that team's gonna i think gonna cover so those are my two things i would say the most important one though is uh is seniors and veterans um pick pick the teams with the most starts who are you know are going to be uh, very aware of where they are out there yeah I, re- I really like that um you know just to round out my college basketball thoughts uh i've been spending a lot of time thinking about who nationally i i think might be getting undervalued um and i'll throw a few of those out there i really like tennessee i i really like alabama um texas i i think is going to be an interesting team to watch texas tech's another one um but those are primarily some very experienced teams as well who i think have flown a little bit too far under the radar and so i think what's so tough about college basketball is I feel like, especially early in the season, I don't know 
anything about most of the opponents. You know Colorado, South Dakota? You read up on South Dakota, but you really don't know too much about that program. You know Arizona State, Rhode Island? I don't know a whole lot about Rhode Island basketball. And so I to me, it's more finding your teams and saying, I think that they're going to be undervalued and, and riding with them. And so those are a few that I really like. Rhode Island Spiders? Richmond Spiders. Oh, Richmond Spiders. Yep. Rhode Island. It's a Terriers? blue and lighter blue R is the logo. I, I wonder what happens if I click on it. Maybe you can find that out for us. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. It's probably something huh. pretty dumb. Someone someone might have it in the comment section. Uh, while you look that up, I'm going to tell the people to head over to DraftKings Sportsbook and use the code DNVR when you sign up to get in on all of their great offers over there. Uh, and especially this week, we got some great offers. Unfortunately, the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game was canceled. Um, so if you already made a bet on that, um, DraftKings has promised that they're going to refund that and they're going to have a new promo uh, for Pittsburgh, Baltimore, when that game happens on Sunday, uh, another big uh, yeah, like hit to uh, the the Thanksgiving slate that we talked about. But when you use the code DNVR, you can get a sign up bonus up to one thousand dollars. That's right, a sign up bonus up to one thousand dollars when you use the code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Of course, you must be twenty one or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to five hundred dollars. Pause bonus requires a 25x playthrough and restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. That's right. Rhode Island Rams. Rhode Island Rams. Oh, I don't blame you for forgetting it. It's not a great one. Here's, here's what happened to me, though. Because while you were going through that read, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. Because I just searched Rhode Island mascot. <laughs> Rams didn't pop up, though. Because that is not the most interesting mascot in rhode island what popped up was the rhode island school of design its mascot scrody uh what yeah no it's what you think it is they say it's an unofficial <laughs> mascot uh but they do have a uh i mean it's a it's a big penis that runs around their sporting event <laughs> oh, man. i feel like you're being uh trolled here online i don't think so I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. No, I mean, it's it's all over the internet. Scrody's wow. everywhere. Wow. Wow. That is uh, Rhode Island School of Design, huh? Rhode what, Island is their, what is their nickname? Um, let's see. Rhode Island School of Design Athletics. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> Do they here. even have athletics? I mean, they definitely play hockey at the very least. Okay. It might be like club sports. It's got to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there it is. It's on the Wikipedia page. Scrody, unofficial mascot. Um, but it does make it there. Jeez. Oh, there we go. Not safe for work. <laughs> that is uh, something special. I'm pretty sure that's where Eric went to school. Yeah, that seems like him. Yeah, so it's all. It's all. it looks like it's all clubs. The okay. hockey team is called the Nads. Wow. The cheer is go Nads. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Let's uh, get out of this as fast as we possibly can, uh, and oh move on. And move on. <laughs> <laughs> the basketball team is known simply as the Balls. <laughs> when the heat is on, the balls stick together. Is the slogan? Okay. Well, I'm glad we settled this. <laughs> 
The slogan really got me. Yeah. Seven foot tall penis, Brody. Been there since 2001. Wow. That is uh, legendary. I got to say it. I got to say it. Rhode Island School Design. Okay. (laughs) I I just found myself on the odds boost page. I didn't even mean to be here. But an interesting one here, Henry. Villanova, Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, or North Carolina to win the national championship at plus 185. Ooh, Villanova's right up there. Uh, They were number two. We released like all of our top 25 for college basketball. Um, They were number two. I think I Kansas like six Duke. I mean, North Carolina, you can make a case. They shouldn't even be ranked. I mean, they did nothing last year, but that's the thing is that they replaced pretty much their entire team. Like they do every year. I I don't like it. I don't like it. Plus one. At plus one eighty five, uh, Villanova and UCLA each to win by ten plus points, plus four thirty. I I don't like that. Uh I, I it's, it's because of the value. It's tempting. That's how they get it. But but Villanova is. I, I really like them. I think that they have some good experience back. Then UCLA not going through any changes. I yeah, I'm pretty sure they brought back their entire roster. You can see it. You could see 10 plus points for either one of them. Both at plus 430 might be decent value. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Probably doesn't for hit, me. Though. Yeah. Not for me. Um, here we go. Let's go into the NFL slate. Unfortunately, only two games for us now on Thanksgiving. As of now, they're keeping them in the same slots. I always hate this 1030 a.m. I don't know about you, but on Thanksgiving, like I wake up and I'm running around sometimes i gotta hit the store get something extra i'm cooking i'm you know getting ready to go to my parents house like i'm just busy during the early hours of the day can they move this one to the prime time slot yeah i mean it would be nice but if i'm being totally honest it's not like i'm gonna be doing all that much i'm pretty excited to roll out of bed at 10 20 <laughs> i'd get a nice full maybe 12 hours of sleep tonight and then get on the couch and watch some football. I don't know that I like it at the cost of a primetime game, though. Yeah, no. Uh, also, you need to be helping Penny and Dean with the preparation for Thanksgiving. I don't think they want my help. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I think I just make it worse. Are you worried about what that says about you? Um, I mean, no more worried about it now than I was before. Like, like I'm very aware of my strengths and weaknesses. And there are some glaring weaknesses just in terms of like basic human life that, I need that to should be it. your new tinder bio i'm very <laughs> aware of my strengths and weaknesses and there are some glaring weaknesses when it comes to basic human life it's true though it is true like i can't really cook i eat too much fast food i i had to get that robot vacuum because otherwise i'm not gonna vacuum and it mm. motivates me to pick the floor up not pick the floor up but pick up the things that are on the floor i'm not able oh. to do that so yeah i mean we're working on it. We are working on it. Okay. We're also working on giving picks for these games. Texans, oh, yeah. Lions. Uh, Texans minus three. It started at minus two. Uh, I'm on the Texans here. Are you? I, so I have this thing where I have a really tough time picking against the Cowboys and Lions on Thanksgiving. Like, I always uh, just think, like, first of all, there's the tradition of them playing. 
that kind of pulls me a little bit and makes me irrational. But then also the fact that you can talk yourself into it by saying like, yeah, they all play on Thanksgiving. Um, I think DeAndre Swift coming back is going to be big. I don't think we know about Kenny Galladay yet. Um, if he comes back, that would be big as well. I, I took the lions in the bets that I made before I left town. Um, and I can't say I'm, I'm in love with those bets. I, I would say it's more like a bet to have action on the winner. Um, but I do still think I'd lean lions. Gotcha. Yeah. I just, it's really hard for me to bet against Deshaun Watson any week. Um, and so I end up like suckering myself into him, like pulling off upsets that have not happened in a while for the Texans. Um, but against a bad team, it's, uh, it's going to be impossible for me to bet against Deshaun Watson. So um, I, I like Watson. Um, I kind of like in, in uh, our guy, Austin in the comments here asked if we have any player props that we like, I kind of like, Deshaun Watson over 2.5 uh, passing touchdowns. What's the value on it? Plus 160. I mean, you could see it. Uh, neither of these defenses really have much going for them. Uh, I think there's a good chance it's a fairly high-scoring game. And looking at the line, I mean, they they seem to think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Um, I don't know that I'm in love with three touchdowns yeah though. it's a lot it's a lot but you're getting plus money yeah good good plus uh, money it's not my favorite but it did stick out to me when i was like oh, what's gonna happen here the over under on passing yards for deshaun is really high at 300 it is it and i think that's too high and i, I would really like the over on the 270 and a half for matthew stafford if we find out that kenny galladay is playing and i'm just gonna check what the most recent update is some um, other things that I'm interested in is uh, Will Fuller over five and a half catches. Um, they don't really have any shutdown corners over there. So uh, I think Will Fuller is going to eat. Yeah, I, I do both. really like that one. And Galladay isn't playing. Um, so I, I I think I do like pretty much anything that you can put on the, on the receivers on Houston side. Uh, over five and a half catches um, for Fuller. Same line for... Brandon Cooks. I like both of them. You want to know why? Why? You want to know why? Because it's Thanksgiving. And Brandon Cooks, which makes Will Fuller. (sighs) Huh? Not bad, huh? No. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Come on. You got to like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it was a great thing that you put together there. Like it, <laughs> it, it all fits and you notice that. So congrats on that. Thank you, Thank you very much. I, um, I feel like I need to start tamping down the puns a little bit, you know, for, like, unless they're like really good. I've I noticed mean, that, that one was elite easily. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, it was very complex, right? Like that's like a four way parlay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 4D pun. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, um, I like both of them. At least one of them is going to hit, and they're both plus money. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do like that. Um, I also like Will Fuller to have more receiving yards than Marvin Jones. He uh, Marvin Jones did basically nothing last week with Galladay out. Um, Fuller is minus 159 on that, so it's not like it's great value, but... 
I, I think it hits. I like it too. Uh, and all we want is winners. Uh, that's all we're interested in. Um, interesting plus money on either quarterback to throw a touchdown. So Deshaun Watson at plus 108, Matthew Stafford at uh, plus 115. Just to get a touch, to throw a touchdown? To throw an interception. Oh, throw an interception? Oh, yeah. I, I think one where uh, it's I, like you take both and you feel like one of them will probably hit. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And there's a good chance both hit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely take those. All right. Let's move on to football team and the Cowboys. Uh, either team wins this game. They're in first place in the NFC East. If they tie, we've got a three-way tie for first place in the NFC East. Uh, I mean, I just, I, I, I can't, I have nothing to say about the NFC East that hasn't been said, you know, like, yeah, it's really bad. It's, it's kind of frustrating that they're all so bad that they're all teams that you have to pay attention to because one's going to make the playoffs and you don't know which one it's like, it's like watching the, the, let's say, uh, wow. There's actually a lot of good division, like the NFC North where it's like the Packers are good. The rest of the teams, they're, they're all right. Maybe one sneaks in the playoffs, but really out of that division, you just have to watch the Packers because you know they're going to win it. When you look at the NFC East, it's like you have to pay attention to all four of these teams because one of them is a playoff team. And when the playoffs come, you're going to want to know what's going on, you know? Yep. It's a disproportionate amount of my time for how good they are. <laughs> I, I Something about, I mean, it's probably just because I'm a de facto Eagles fan, but I just... I enjoy the dysfunction of the NFC. It's like it's the Mac or something. Like it's so bad, it's good. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. They deserve to be spoken about on the show anymore. Yeah, um, you did it. In this game, I like the Cowboys, and I also like CD Lamb over fifty-four and a half receiving yards. I like the Cowboys as well. Well, I I definitely like the Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott showed signs of life last week. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's good enough in an NFC East game. It's like one player is like, huh, solid. And an even yep. hundred yard day. Let's let's bet on this team next week confidently. Um, I'm I'm all in on the Cowboys. Uh yeah. And, and I think a Zeke a touchdown's probably a really good bet too. Yeah, so you've got Zeke to score at Anytime, uh, minus one forty-three, which is whatever. Uh, but you can get him to score first, boosted in the odds boost section at plus six hundred. Huh. See, uh, I, I, I might go really heavy on Zeke. Like, like even two, two touchdowns at plus three hundred. I might even sprinkle that three touchdowns at plus thirteen hundred. Like, I really think, like there's no reason to be throwing the ball. Like if, if Zeke is, is functional at all, you feed him and you especially feed Zeke on Thanksgiving. This is true. This is true. Um, I just, the, the front seven for uh, Washington is respectable. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it, I still just get the feeling that like, this is the Washington football team. I don't care who you are when you're playing a team that's three and seven, which both these teams are, 
you have to be committed to the run game. Like, I think that when you play a bad football team, you do what you can to take away your own risk offensively and say, you know what? This is a bad team. Let's just line up, push them over, and beat them. Now, is that going to work for the Cowboys? I'm not so sure. Like, there's a there is a chance that the red the football team does hold up, but but I, I still think that when you play a bad football team, you have to start by just trying to run it at them. And both these teams are doing that. Fair enough. Uh, I think you make some some good points there. Um, there are uh, some games. Some college football games on Friday morning, which will be before we do the show. Um, so before we get out of here, any takes uh, on those? I'll tell you right now that I love, 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 love. Iowa minus 13 and a half going, uh, hosting Nebraska. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a, that, I mean, betting against Nebraska is going to get you a lot of money, especially this season. Um, I also like uh, Notre Dame minus five against North Carolina. I, mm. I think that North Carolina is getting just a little bit too much hype. You know, yep. Sam Howell is supposed to be like the the truth and the chosen one and, you know, the next guy up. But so far, it's been a pretty average quarterback who has some tools. And as much as I like North Carolina's running game, I think that in this game, like Notre Dame is just better. And covering five points against North Carolina shouldn't shouldn't be too much of a challenge. Yeah, when it comes to Sam Howell, it's really just a question of how he can do against that Notre Dame defense. Sure is a question of how well he can do. How well he can do. Yeah, no, I got it. Um, the, <laughs> the, the Stanford Cal at 2 o'clock. Um, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, I, Ugh. Exactly. That's probably just a stay away. Or actually, it's probably a bet the under. 52 and a half. Uh, I, I don't think that you, I mean, you need 52. So 26, 26, so 27, 25, you hit. I, I don't see either of these teams putting up 30. Man, I sure don't either, but I, I, I don't know enough about Cal yet. Um, what's their defense? I know their defense was like really hyped up last year. Yeah. Justin Wilcox is like a defensive minded guy. He's the coach there. And it, it was really hyped up and maybe just a little bit too overhyped last year. Um, and, but that is definitely still the strength of the team. Um, I just honestly don't think that team has much of a strength at all. Kind of true of Stanford as well. Um, yeah. What a sad rivalry game. Like it, that, it that used to be so good. And now it's just so blah. It is. It's it's gonna be ugly. Sixty two degrees and sunny in Berkeley, though. Oh, you like that? Uh, not for the under, but honestly, I don't really think there's anything that's gonna help these offenses. No, I don't no, either. There's no explosion on Stanford. I mean, none. No, I mean they they have that like backup running back, that Pete guy who's super fast and has he's like good on kick returns. But for some reason, they don't give him the ball in the running game. And that is disappointing. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we won't be on tomorrow. So everyone enjoy their Thanksgiving. Uh, hopefully, you guys hit some winners. And we'll be back on Friday to preview another big weekend. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for us on DNVR Bets Daily. Shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook for presenting the show. We'll talk to you guys later.